Welcome back to Open Doors at St. Lawrence College, the podcast that sheds light on all facets of life within and surrounding UK independent boarding schools by connecting with staff, pupils and parents of St. Lawrence College, an independent co-educational boarding and day school situated in South East England. Each week we'll be interviewing people within the community, asking questions and spending time to understand more. In this episode, we're talking about the importance of green landscapes and wildlife on a school campus with Dan McGrath. This means we're going to find out what it's really like to protect, cherish and develop wildlife and nature at the school and what it really means to be custodians of our flora and fauna for the future. So come with me now as we step into this unique and refreshing conversation with Dan about landscape and wildlife protection at a UK independent boarding school. I'm joined today by Dan McGrath, who is Head of Grounds at St Lawrence College. Hello there, Dan. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm very good. Looking forward to hearing more about your role at the college, what it entails, and and how you keep the grounds of St Lawrence College looking so lovely. Because I think anyone who's either visited the college or even looked at the website is struck by what an attractive place it is. Is that something you're responsible for? Yes, I've got... It's me and three others. I've got a team of three, which is Niall, Steve and Alan and we're in charge of basically everything other than the bricks and mortar so the playing fields the infrastructure the landscape gardens and any properties that we have on site so yes everything outside of the actual buildings that's quite a responsibility then it is it is but my background I I came from managing and constructing golf courses so I'm used to quite large sites and large acreage so you're basically your land managers. You're managing the land from boundary fence to boundary fence. And it's, it's really good. It just makes the job so diverse. Every day is different. Um, you could be fencing one day. You could be mowing the first 15 pitch to next. You could be planting seasonal bedding. So it's, every day is different. So it's what we like, really. So what took you from a career in golf courses to working in the setting you're in now at St Lawrence College? Oh, it's a long story. Um, when I did my A-levels, I wanted to be a physiotherapist, but I just missed out on the grades. So like anything, at, at that stage of your life, when you're 18, 19, it's like the end of the world when something doesn't kind of go your way. So my parents said to me, you love sports, you love gardening, you love being outside, why don't you do sports turf management and agronomy for a couple of years and try to get your feet? And that's where I fell into golf courses and I started building golf courses and then that's all back home in Cork in Ireland. And then a job came up in England in Kent to build another golf course. So I came over for that because building golf courses or building anything on the land, you can't get better education. It far outweighs any lectures or textbooks if you're hands on. So I did golf courses then over here for 21 years. I play a lot of sport and I used to play a bit of sport here at St. Lawrence as an outside let and then somebody approached me and said you know we've got this sporting development and redevelopment and we want to improve the aesthetics of the site would you be interested? So I thought I've never thought of it but I went home and I said to my wife I said what do you think and we kind of said well I was in my late 30s I thought we've got nothing to lose I was quite attracted to trying cricket and 3G and water-based pitches, so I'd actually add another string to my bow. So I thought, if it works out, brilliant, and if it doesn't, 
we move on and go, we can always go back into golf courses. So it's quite a combination then of the, 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 the grounds side, keeping the gardens looking so beautiful, but also I know sport is quite important at St Lawrence College. Looking after the sporting facilities sounds like a, a very important part of what you look after. Yeah, it's probably 50-50, it's probably I think, in regards to the, the time and the labour we put into playing fields, the sporting facilities and the leisure facilities and the actual ornamental gardens. The sport is massive here. It, it is big. It plays a big part in within the school timetable. I think it's very important as well for the kids because obviously all, with all the academics going on, they need that release. But I think, you know, as I said, I've played a lot of sport myself, so having that sporting background, I was able to give to the college. I know what the customer wants, what the players want, what they're expecting from the surfaces. So having that background is really beneficial. So, I, you know, I can present the pitch the way the players want it to be presented. Um, no, so it's, it's fantastic. And it's lovely seeing the kids running out of the classroom onto the playing fields and just enjoying the facilities that we prepare. Because on golf courses, it was, the game was always going on around you. There was always golf balls flying around when you're preparing. Whereas here for rugby, cricket, tennis, you can prepare the surface and the facility before the game commences. So having that time is really, really good. And it's just so nice, especially now, having the kids back and enjoying the fruits of our labour and just enjoying the facilities. It's so rewarding, really. So it sounds like there's two parts to your job in a way. There's that technical side, managing to get the facilities to that point they need to be at for the sports they're going to be played on. But then also it sounds like it's, it's quite emotional seeing the, the, the pleasure that your work brings to the school, to the pupils and what they get out of it. Yeah, it, it is because I always say with, when you're managing land sports pitches, there's, there's no out of office. There's no out of office button for land management. So when you're preparing, you put all this effort into preparing pitches and gardens. Yes, the, the weather can go against you. And that's always the challenge, the environmental conditions. But when you prepare and then you step back and you see the kids coming on and adults coming on and just smiling and enjoying their recreation and you kind of think, well, without us, that wouldn't have been able to take place. And then when you see people taking photographs, you think, well, that's no bigger compliment to the fact that they want to take photographs and people want to play sport here. People want to use our facilities for outside lets or they might use our facilities for a wedding so you know that's no bigger compliment and that's that's massively rewarding fantastic to step back and see people wanting to use what you've produced really so dan how long have you been at st lawrence college i'm just coming up to five and a half years here so really really it's, it's flown by absolutely flown by but really happy the way it's gone so far and when you arrived at st lawrence college five years ago what were the grounds, what were the facilities like then? What's changed in the last five years? When I arrived first, it was, it was very, it was quite bland, the grounds. It was just all open grassland and there, was no, there wasn't much bedding or much aesthetic value to the site. So my first job, really, my first goal was to, as you come in the main drive, was to try to create an avenue effect and take the visitor and the students and the staff on this journey through the site. I'm a great believer there's no, there's no straight lines in nature. You never get a, a coastline that's straight. You never get a, a woodland that's straight. So we try to incorporate loads of bends 
and curves on the side. So, so the staff member, the visitor, kind of wants, I wonder what's around the next corner. I wonder what's around the next bend. And kind of get that kind of flowing and just kind of, and kind of get that wow factor. Um, so that was one of my first goals is really is trying to get people right. They've come in the first 50 yards. I want to make sure that they want to come to the next 50, the next 50. And I just found, because we're always so busy, students as well, this is a campus where they go from class, from building to building in nearly every different lesson. So it's like a university campus from that perspective. But we're all, our heads were down, or we're on devices, or we're just trying to get from A to B as quickly as possible. So I just wanted to kind of try to get people to lift their heads and take the blinkers off and look around. And the way we could do that was by putting in some new bedding or some new lawns, uh, some new pathways, and just try to kind of catch their senses, whether it be the smell of a, a shrub or butterflies coming in or bees coming in, something that would catch their senses so they'd actually look up and look around. Um, and that was my real first goal and something I thought was missing when I, when I visited first was there was nothing to kind of take my eye away from my journey from A to B. So I just wanted to stimulate people's senses and get them to listen, hear birdsong, listen to bees, see butterflies, something like that, just to catch, just to distract them from their day and maybe actually bring a bit of joy. So when they go into their next lesson, they feel a little bit more uplifted really so i know life at st lawrence college can be full of things to do full of learning full of activities sport lessons and you're there just ensuring that those important times before lessons and between lessons and after lessons there's that stimulation from from the natural world and, and that's what you and your team bring absolutely we just we just want to put smiles on people's faces really and nowadays with mobile phones People can take photographs, and you see people, you know, students, visitors taking photographs of a, a flower, or taking photographs of um, a bench with a nice background, and we're just trying to kind of yeah put smiles on their faces and just make them. It's a nice environment for them to be in, for them to want their parents to come and visit, for them to show off, and primarily really is we've got a few hundred students here. We've only got four groundsmen at the moment, and it's a case that we want to kind of say, well, you're all our eyes and ears. So if you see a piece of litter or you see something slightly amiss, you know, let us know. And you know, it's for them to take ownership of their, because this is their life for the next few years, for them to take ownership and to be proud. And hopefully they'll take that home and use it as a form of education in regards to the environment and how valuable it is. You know, because if they hear birdsong, a lot of these students from overseas may not have as many green spaces as we have, may not have the plants that we have, may not have the birdsong. So it's trying to educate them on that and kind of say, listen, we're in a bit built up area. Yes, we're on the coast. We're in a bit built up area. And actually having this space, this green space, is not only a leisure pursuit for them while they're here, but it's also forming a nature corridor. And it's very important going forward. So they're, as well as kind of taking pictures and looking at the, the pretty stuff, they're also saying, actually, what's this benefiting? This is benefiting the wildlife. This is benefiting bees, the flora and fauna. And hopefully, without them realising, that's kind of educate. It's sinking in to their self-consciousness and kind of thinking, actually, I remember 
when I was at St. Lawrence, they had something like this. And can I implement this further on in their lives? So you've mentioned birdsong, you've mentioned bees and butterflies. It sounds like alongside the decisions you're making for the technical appearance of the, the sports pitches and for, for making the, the grounds attractive, you're also making decisions to try and further the cause of wildlife and, and bring wildlife into the grounds. Yes, absolutely. It's environmental and the ecology side of it is very, very important and they go hand in hand. So we've, we've implemented a lot of things since I've started here. We've now got over 60 bird boxes. We've got four owl boxes, kestrel box. We've got log piles. We've got invertebrate habitats. And we're recycling as much as we can. We're, you know, any tree work we do, the wood chippings we use on our bedding to reduce the amount of water we have to put on, or we use them on pathways. So everything we do, we're trying to recycle and trying to kind of reduce our environmental footprint. Uh, Machinery-wise, I'm trying to go more kind of electrical, battery-operated uh, machinery, and just trying to really kind of be more sustainable and protect. Because at the end of the day, we're on, I'm only here for a short period. We're custodians of this land. So we want to kind of safeguard it for future generations. So it's here in another 100, 200 years. Um, so it's very important that we actually minimise our footprint, but at the same time present the best possible site for all to enjoy. Dan, that philosophy you've just described about uh, taking responsibility, being a custodian, minimising the footprint, do you think the pupils at St Lawrence College are aware of that? Do you think that way of looking at things rubs off on them? I hope so. I hope so. We, we obviously, on, in our junior school now, we have forest school. So we've implemented a forest school where the kids from the age of three to 11 come out into the, into the woodland areas. And it's been very good, actually, because on a few occasions every year, they come down and I would meet them with my colleagues, with Alan, Steve and Niall, and we'd have a little an outdoor classroom. And we just want to get them to kind of touch and feel and have a bit of respect. And it's great for us because we, we form that link so they can approach us outside of the classroom timetabled schedule and they can ask questions. But it's for, I, I'd like to think so. And, and having kids from the age of three is ideal for that because we can start at a very young age to try to educate them. So once I think once you catch them from that three to 11 bracket, I'd like to think that's kind of ingrained in them going through life. Um, but it's, they're all the very simple things, Clive. It's just picking up pieces of litter. They're, they're the small things or a pencil, just making sure that you actually respect it. And I would say treat it like your bedroom, but I'd imagine a lot of them have quite messy bedrooms. But we live in it, we, we're, we're living in each other's pockets here, day in, day out, we need to respect it as much as possible. And I do hope, I think they do, they will in future years have learned an awful lot, but at the moment they're not aware of it. It's just kind of going in self-consciously, which is, I think, the best way. I think if you try to drill it in kind of day by day by day, they won't get it. But if they just do it over the next few years, I think it will actually hopefully go in and they'll take it on further in their lives. That's fabulous to hear, to learn more about the fact that this isn't just so that the school is a nice place to look at. It's somewhere where the people who spend their lives there, the pupils who are uh, learning there, they seem immersed in this experience. They seem immersed in an appreciation of the outdoor world, an appreciation of, of what nature does for us. Absolutely. We, we've had some children come down to us 
during forest school sessions and the teacher would come up to me at the end of it and say, I'll say, young Clive, it doesn't say a word in the classroom, in the academic classroom, but you take them outside of the four walls and take them into this other environment. They say, I've never seen young Clive like this. We've never seen him speak so much. So it's, it's, it's kind of encouraging them to come out of themselves and one environment mightn't suit one individual but the next one will. So it's, it, you know, it's giving that flexibility to express themselves and there's no such thing as a silly question. And just, you know, just continue to ask and guaranteed when they do ask a question, there'll be two or three others within that group that wanted to ask the same question but didn't have the courage to do so. Of course. Fantastic. So you've mentioned so much, Dan, about your role, be it on the on the sporting pitch, be it on the appearance of the gardens, or be it on that fantastic piece about the children and their learning. Of all the things that you've done while you've been at St Lawrence, which is the thing you feel most proud of? I don't think there's, I don't think there's one particular project that I would say stands out. I think it's, it's the overall where we've got over the last five and a half years and fulfilling the potential of the site is probably the best way of putting it. So we've, we've done a lot, there's a lot more to do, but it's fulfilling the potential of the site, adding a little bit more professionalism to what we do and kind of promoting the land management, sporting, turf, groundsmanship, horticultural side industry, as in it is an industry. There is careers, we, you can travel the world with it, because when I was at school for my A-levels, I never had a, my career officer, never came up to me and said, what do you think of um, going into landscaping or horticulture? Or it, it just never came about. So it's, I'm very proud of the fact of what we've achieved aesthetically, the feedback we're getting, the staff that I have and mentoring the staff that I have um, and saying, yes, it is a profession. It is a highly recognised profession. I think there's probably, there's probably two things that have come out, thinking the other night, there's probably two things that have come out of COVID for me. Because obviously every negative has a positive. And I think two things from COVID for me was obviously hygiene, I think is going to have improved dramatically and will stay with us, hopefully. And people's appreciation of the outside world. Because people obviously were furloughed for long periods and were at home. And if you're fortunate enough to have a garden, people have suddenly actually discovered, I like gardening or I want to give it a go. So for me, it's that, I think that's really coming at a good time for me and my guys and my profession is kind of to promote, I think people are valuing the outside a lot more now. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of the team. And I'm very proud of the profession that we're in and the joy that it brings to the end users because, as I said, there's nothing better than walking away and seeing kids running and smiling and cheering on the areas that you've prepared or people taking photographs or a wedding or people in the, in the afternoons or at lunchtime wanting to sit on a bench within your grounds and people kind of looking around for a bench to kind of, is there a bench available? Or people just at lunchtime wanting to go for a walk around your grounds and enjoying it and just kind of switching off from the day-to-day -day office life and getting out of the four walls. So that's probably why I'm proud, most proud of is people using the grounds more for their own leisure pursuits. 
So Dan, you and your team sound like they've achieved so much in the last five years. What does the next five years hold? If we were to speak in five years' time, what are your plans for the next part of the evolution of the, the grounds and the landscape at St Lawrence? Well, we're, we're in the middle of a sports development at the moment with our sports ground up in Newlands. So that's still ongoing. So that hopefully will continue over the next few years and we'll get to a point where we complete that. Generally, it's continued to improve the aesthetics. A lot of areas just need tweaking. Trying, as I mentioned before, trying to be more sustainable um, throughout with our materials. Trying to reduce the amount of environmental impact on our footprint and just kind of evolve on this ecology and environmental side of things. Um, and just continue to build the reputation of St. Lawrence and, to, as I say, make sure it's still here for generations and generations to come. Dan, I am so grateful for the way you've really lifted the lid on what goes on behind the scenes uh, at St Lawrence College. It's really helped me to understand that when I look at the grounds of the school and see how beautiful they are, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that possibly I hadn't appreciated before. Um, and I just want to thank you for that. You've given us so much to think about and it's great to hear the impact that your work is having on the pupils at the school. No, it's, a, it's an absolute pleasure. And as I say, it's, for me it's and my guys, it's the most rewarding job. We get paid to doing our hobby. We absolutely love it. And as I say, I think, I think the one thing as well is people, I think the word well-being is being just overused. Um, in recent months, but as I say, I always go back, it's just the old-fashioned, if, if people are smiling and you hear laughter and the smiles on faces, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing okay. So much to agree with there. Thank you so much, Dan McGrath, Head of Grounds at St Lawrence College. That's been fantastic to talk to you. Absolute pleasure, Clive. So that was Dan McGrath. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the podcast and for making such a difference. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.